what do you think about people who purchase things because they just like gadgets but don't really need the item? Isn't that just impulse buying? I do wonder whether the common denominator is filling up a... Well, it is filling up a need, a hole in life. Mm. Um, emotionally, maybe. Like me personally, I don't like to buy things first generation. So yeah. I'd like to buy something in the second or third. This question's coming from the United States of America, and particularly Pasadena in California. Now, I've been to California myself, but I've never been to Pasadena. So if you sent in a question from, and you're in Pasadena, it might be yours. Might not be as well. We are the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast, and we open the door to the tough conversations that we think need having. We don't talk about the countryside as much as we used to, because you, the listeners, are taking us in a different direction. I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabbot, and, uh, you know, for, for ne- nearly three and a half decades, I've been a wildlife gardener, just trying to get people out into nature, making it part of people's daily life. Who's the co-host? Uh, my name's William Mankalu. I'm a photographer. I like getting out with my camera and taking lots of different photographs. Um, I particularly like, I was in Hamburg very recently, and walking around Spikerstadt, which is the old um, warehouse district. It's a world heritage site, absolutely beautiful uh, old industrial buildings. I'm really into my old industry. That's yeah. my thing. I was gonna. What I'm going to ask you before we get onto the question is, what is wow? Wow, wow! It's um, the wow effect. Uh, I'm going to try and get. Uh, I'm trying to get an off funding for off-road uh, wheelchair so I can continue leading walks in nature. And the wild man on wheels, the wow effect. Wow effect. Because about ten years ago, I set up something called Wild Man Environmental Learning and get well with W E L. You know? well, well, with, well with well. Yeah, yes. get well with well. Yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, this podcast, we often say uh, we, we have a conversation, we don't have a debate. You know, sometimes it, it could be either. But um, we like to deal with uh, certainties uh, as a race. and uh, But life isn't full of uh, black and whites. So we no. hope to expose that through this podcast and showing localised actions to help the quality of life in your community and in your environment is key to what we do. We try and set up actions to address what we discuss. We're not scientists. We're just like you exploring the big issues. We meander, we roam, and we have these nomadic conversations, and we're going to nomadize over to America. Who's the question from? I was going to say, just quickly, you said you mentioned funding. Uh, we're going to be talking about a fundraiser at the end of this episode yeah. of the podcast um so not for us not for, for wild us, oxygen for wild oxygen but we'll talk about that more at the end but yeah some of our you know some of our claims and statements could be can be unfounded but it really is to get you thinking about the question that, that yeah. the listener has sent in so the yeah. question is uh from bobby in pasadena california we've got a lot of american questions coming up uh, in the next few uh Months, so keep listening. I've never, like I said, I've not been to Pasadena. I've been to California, uh, San Francisco, San Diego. Pasadena sounds like cowboy country. Uh, I think it's further south. It might okay. be wrong. It might be. I sound. I, I have no idea exactly where in California it is. But I've been to Santa Cruz as well and Los Angeles. Uh, I was up in. I was in Inglewood. Up to no good. Yeah. I think that's what the saying is. Anyway, moving on. So say Bobby in Pasadena. What's his question? What do you think? This is Bobby's question. So Bobby's asking. What do you think about people who purchase things because they just like gadgets but don't really need the item? Isn't that just impulse buying? I, I've known a number of people who do this. And, and it's I've often tried to find the common denominator 
they they live very different lives, very different people, but they they like gadgets. Some of them that they that at the expense of other aspects of their life, they will go for gadgets. And I do wonder whether the common denominator it's filling up a well, it is filling up a need, a hole in life, mm. um, emotionally maybe. Maybe it's reward. That's why they keep moving on. That they like that. Almost like a Christmas present opening, and then, yeah, and, and then once that wears off, they have to get another one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you get that you get that th- rush. I mean, I when I was younger, I, I used to go and actively spend a lot of money on buying CDs, and sometimes, often, I would never listen to all those CDs. It was it was a thrill of buying something. It was that thrill, yeah. um, but that thrill would just disappear very very yeah. quickly because well it's just it was just the purchase it was just buying it and being able to buy it so people who buy gadgets in particular um and just buy them for the for for the for just because they just want to buy something new yeah that's it's a little bit unhealthy i think as well there are some people who buy gadgets and i've been in their houses and <clears throat> it does make their life simpler because some people are disabled yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um some people are just intrigued by technology and I've yes. known one guy, he would buy endless amounts of electronic gadgets and never use them, but he'd just take them apart and and work out how they worked and then invent something else. Yes. You know, so... I, I also know somebody who always buys something at, at, at the first generation as well. Mm. So, uh, for my, me personally, I don't like to buy things first generation. So yeah. I'd like to buy something in the second or third. Yeah, because, because all, all the weaknesses have been... The flaws have been yeah. ironed out. Um, they're generally more expensive. Uh, so, for example, uh, a good example is games consoles. Generally, when the games console comes out, I think PlayStation 3, for example, I didn't get one until it was actually the second generation, yeah. right? Because I actually got a better bang for my buck, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same console, but I actually had more memory space and it, it, a lot of the, the, the things have been ironed out. But that's just my own point of view. But I think that maybe maybe when when people go out and buy things, and I think it goes beyond just gadgets as well. It's also clothes, it's stuff for the house. I mean, how often do people just replace all replace all of their cutlery or replace all their crockery because they mm. they got bored of the, of the, the what they originally had? They mm. don't necessarily they they're trying to fill something fulfill something in their life. I think if you're a gadget purchaser, just make sure it. If there is a need that that the constant gadget buying is, yes, filling, focus on that need. And then if you still need to, if you still need the gadget, go and buy it by all means. But it's yes. sort of like it's buying gadgets is not the issue. It's why and how it's being done. Yeah, why why are you continually <clears throat> buying something? Yeah, particularly if you're not buying it, using it. Sorry, um, I know somebody who bought has bought things. One, what they would say. Oh, I don't have enough money to buy uh, clothes are too expensive, and I don't like clothes shopping. I've never got enough money to buy buy clothes, new clothes, and yet they would spend X amount of money on 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 say an electric bike. Yeah, and never uh, use. I never, I've never used it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think it's, the action in this. I would say the action in this episode in particular is to think about why you're buying something. What is your mm. actual motivation to buy that thing? Mm. Because if the motivation is to make yourself feel better, it's mm. not always the best thing. Mm. You know, I, I, I would, I, my, my impulse buying, by the way, often is mm. like a bar of chocolate or a, a sandwich or a, a, a vegan sausage roll from Greg's. This is not sponsored by, by Greg's, by the way. Um, but that sort of thing, because it's something that I can just, I just want to, I, I feel a bit 
uh, cold or under the weather or down or tired, and I just want myself myself feel better. So that's that's definitely my impulse buy. Mm. I wouldn't go and buy a new phone or a buy a new um, gadget. What about a watch that sort of that does all these different things? You can talk on your phone through. You can check your doorbell and yeah. I don't. I don't see. The, I don't see the point in it. I mean, I had a good conversation with somebody. I actually asked this over Christmas time and they had a watch, a smart watch, as you would call it. And I said, what is the benefit of you being able to see a text message on your watch? And his answer was, is it mean he didn't have to get his phone out of his pocket? And I'm thinking, yeah, but then it's a distraction, isn't it? You're being mm. distracted by that message because mm. our, 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 our ability to concentrate on something if you're distracted even for two seconds, it takes you a while to get back to into what you were, what you were talking about or what you were doing before that. Yeah, it's sort of like it is. In the end, the gadget is going to be on clipped over your glasses, so it's right in front of your eyes. Yeah. So yeah. So it's the instant. It's getting closer and closer to not being able to ignore. Yes. And filter out. Uh, there's a a thing of of like the difference between a tool and a master. So smartphones can often be. Uh, become become too much of it. You become a slave to your phone. You become a slave to that gadget. You're not using it as a tool anymore. Smartphones are absolutely brilliant tools. Mm. You can do so much with a smartphone. In fact, you can do so much more with a smartphone than you could have done with a laptop 20 years ago, for mm. example. But it's when they become intrusive in your life. So uh, we both know somebody who has a smartphone, a mm. uh, smartwatch, sorry, I didn't know it was called a smartwatch. It was just a fancy gadget watch to me. Well, it's basically like a smartphone yeah. and a watch, basically. Yeah. And um, one of us asked him, it might be you, asked what, 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 what's the time? And it took him a while to, to get to the point of getting the time. Yeah. Where if you'd asked me with my uh, 20, I think it's like a 20 pound Casio watch. Again, mm. not this is not sponsored by Casio. Um, I, w I could tell you right now what the time is mm. without even thinking of, it's just it's just there because mm. my watch fulfills the need that I need it for. It tells yeah. me the flipping time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, and also I don't think neither of us are a luddites, are we? What's a luddite? A luddite is somebody who is very much against progression, against um, oh, right. against against technology. Yes, I'm not, I'm not really, no, not not against it. But I just don't want it in my life. Yes, but so, somebody says, "Oh well, you know, you, you disconnect yourself." No, what it is, I, I I ensure that I'm only communicating when I'm sat on my laptop by yes. having a very basic phone that doesn't yes. even only does telephone calls and text messages, no internet connection. Um, you know, there's less distraction. There's less going on. But you do have technology. I have technology, and but you've got I have it in its technology. place. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got a laptop with a solid state hard drive yeah. in it. You've got. But when um, I'm walking down the road, it's not distracting me from walking down the road. I'm just focusing on walking down the road. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's the whole tool master thing. Yeah. So my, the, when when we're when we're away out of Oxford in particular, uh, when I'm away uh, in London or wherever I am, I find my phone invaluable as a tool because it can tell me. For example, I was in London back in January, I think it was, and I was in Battersea and I wanted to get to near Liverpool Street and I wanted to get there by bus and the, my phone told me how I could do that. Yeah. And actually, if you turned up at a bus stop, you might not be at the right bus stop. You might you yeah. might, might might be able to ask somebody, and, but then yeah. who knows? I really? agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I can imagine getting my... That's why one time I didn't go to... London or places like that because I all I had was a little atlas in my hand. It was too complicated. Yes. 
Um, and you have difficulty in 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 disseminating in, in getting information in, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but now I I don't really go out too much for health reasons. But yes. when I did, I I take your point. There were certain things that were very difficult to do because I didn't have the the guidance, um, yes, like you've got on your phone. So I probably wouldn't have gone to places, but I I, I would have questioned getting the technology to allow me to do those limited time situations. So they wouldn't happen very often. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, what is the risk of it distracting me in other areas of my life for the benefit of those moments? And I probably yes. would have uh, I see what you mean. not done impulsive stuff. You know, yeah. so there is a counteract to that. Some, yes. Somebody said to me, um, well, just because you get the technology and you then become connected, you just have to stay in control of it. Yeah, but most of the world doesn't. Yes. And the person who said this is always got their head down with the thumb generation on their phone. And I'm just yes. thinking, just, you know, sat in a pub. You meant me having a conversation. I'm looking at the top of your head. If I do that, people would be looking at me, me um, bold spot. Yes. So, yeah, for, so, for example, um, yeah, it's, it's, you have to, it's about control, isn't it? And yeah. about, um, under, it's about understanding what distraction it does cause you. Yeah. So, that's the that's also a balance to strike you know you're saying you're absolutely right about you know uh what's the payoff or what's the downside yeah. of of having this yeah. technology or having these gadgets because if you have these mm. gadgets they help you in a certain way they become a tool in some ways but then they actually are a distraction at other times which is absolutely true so you've got to manage that uh if i'm at a pub or a bar and with a friend i my back my phone's in my bag i know it's there yeah. if i need to make a call it's there if i need to get information about something it's yeah. there uh, often when I go to our local cinema, um, because we're just walking to go to the cinema, I had, all I have on me is my bare necessities, which is keys and my wallet. I don't take my phone with me. Why the hell do I need my phone when I go to the mm. cinema? Why do you need these gadgets on you all the time? Why do you need a gadget, a phone, a, a watch that tells, that gives you text messages? That's what your phone's for. Yeah, and and just switch off. You can look at the text messages later. Yeah, yeah. But it's really that, nothing's ever that important. Yeah. Well, something is though. It's getting a ticket for the live incarnation of this podcast. Yes. We're going on the road again to the Bothy Vineyard. And we're going to adapt this podcast to a live format in front yes. of a live audience. It's going to be a fundraiser for Wild Oxfordshire, isn't it? Yeah, and who are Wild Oxfordshire, well, William? They're all about bringing people together, really, aren't they? Yeah. Um, to do the best thing for nature in their area, on their patch. They, we often talk about in this podcast that we are nature. Uh, and we need to make sure that people... You know, that, that's... I would imagine that's part of their remit yeah. in a way as well. Yeah, and they don't own any land themselves or nature reserves, so they basically advise and try and inspire people on what to do for nature's recovery on their own patch. Yeah, so so whether whoever that group is, there could be like a community group, for example, yeah. that they work with, or many the various parish councils that are around yeah. around the around the county in particular or farmers in fact we had a farmer at the um pilot pilot event. didn't we yeah uh for for, for the yeah. show that we're going to be doing yeah. um or landowners or businesses they, they yeah. work with those uh, i mean they, they work with basically over 100 community groups and 80 organizations and they engage thousands of people and connect people with nature it's sort of what we do so 50 yes. percent of the profits from that live event, we'll, we'll go towards World Oxfordshire. We can announce uh, that Tommy Serafinsky is uh, is a guest. And we can also announce we're going to be collaborating with Radio Charwell 
um, to improve the sound compared with the body uh, pilot event. And they're going to produce the uh, the PA in the sound engineering. So there's no chance of missing anything that's being talked about. Yeah, because the, pre- the pilot event was we were spinning more plates than we probably should have done as, yeah. as facilitators. So we're going to have a proper radio mic this time so we yes. can walk amongst the audience so they can get, take involved, yes. get involved with the conversation. Last time you were limited by... Uh, you reminded me of Freddie Starr. You would run across to the to the person. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the, la- the, the wire would literally run out of. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to come come here, come here. Yeah, exactly. The well, wire wasn't long enough. Yes. The, the, so the actual event is happening on the twenty seventh of May. Yeah, tickets are available on Eventbrite. They went on sale on the first of February. Limited numbers, not recorded, so it's exclusive to to uh, people who were there. Have a look at the Eventbrite. The details and the link is down in the description. Find out what's going to be happening. It's 3.30 till 9. You can get a ticket just from 3.30 to 7.15 or just do uh, 5 till, uh, or, or till, till 9. It's how, it depends how you want to do it. There are different levels of tickets. depends what aspects. Indeed, yes. Um, you've already bought a ticket, haven't you? I, yeah. I know you have. I know you've already bought a ticket. Because yeah. we've, we've got tickets have sold already, so it must be you that's... Yeah, been sat them. there. You've you've got the ticket right next to you. You're that excited. Yeah. You can't you can't wait to come and come to this event. Depending on which ticket you bought or what ticket you're thinking about getting, there is one ticket. You both tickets will give you access to a guided walk at the start around yeah. the former former vineyard. It will actually be led by the person who actually ran yeah. that vineyard, Sian. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 she's yeah. she'll be a fascinating person to have have a walk around with. And you'll see also what's happening with the regeneration of of the area as well. She'll have a new pond have been put in as well. Yes, so. yes, Go yes, ahead. exactly. Yeah, um, and. Um, Come along. Earth Air will also be there as well, who are based on site. They're a brewery based on site. They're going to be providing the food for anybody who's bought a buffet ticket yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vegetarian. Come along. Vegetarian. Yes, we're talking over each other, aren't we? Yeah. We're doing Come, so well. Come along and uh, see how good I am and see how bad William is.